Keegan and Company. It's Keegan and Company, the company you keep. That's it. That's got to be it. Welcome back to the Keegan. Fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do some hickey piece of shit. <laughs> this is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, no. All right, we're good, we're good. Okay. Welcome back to the Keegan and Company podcast. For those who are new to the show, my name is Keegan Hipgrave. In this episode, I'm joined by one of the greats, former teammate. Uh, he's been overseas for, for a little while, but now he's back on the Gold Coast. Connie Harrell, how are you, brother? Good, good, brother. Mate, good, good to be back. Mate, welcome back yeah. to the GC. How are you feeling? Oh, I feel like retiring now. I don't want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to the nice sand, beach, coffee. Mate, but, yeah. We had a cracking morning this morning. We went down to Legacy. Shout out to Alex Glenn. Thanks for having oh, us this morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great gym. Mate, he was cracker. It was actually... It was actually pretty solid this morning, hey. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised I'm still sitting here awake because um, I haven't done a session like that in a while. So, and yeah. it's and it's only eight, eight o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, I remember I was messaging you the other <laughs> night, and I was like, "Bro, I was like, do you want to do the do, do the five o'clock, the six o'clock, or the seven? And you're like, "Bro, is there anything after seven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just still jet lag. That's why. Yeah, yeah. How long? How long are you here for? How long are you gonna be here uh, for? I'm off to Tonga tomorrow. Cool. Just to take the little one to meet the family and everyone. So I'm um, going there for like 10 days and then come back for another 10 days. And then, yeah. When when does, um has has your family seen little Sunny Boy? Uh, one brother and one sister, they flew over. And then yeah. everyone else will get to and see then, him. Yeah, everyone else. I think uh, before they're always excited for me or back to, to go over, but now they're like, stuff you too. Just bring Sunny. You guys can stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring him over. But um, yeah, I'm excited to take him back as well. Yeah. Uh, he probably won't remember, but it's just good to take him to where I, I was born and, and raised. So yeah, so be cool. So that'll be his first time over there. Yeah. Mate, yeah. that's so cool. I was I was I was talking to Carlos actually the other day, Carl Lawton, because yeah. we, we used to knock, we used to knock around a fair bit back on the Gold Coast, and I was just like I was like yeah I'm sitting down with Connie. He's like mate, talk to him like because I was like what like what, what would be like some great things to talk about? He's like mate, talk to him about um like the difference between bringing your son up in England versus Tonga versus Australia and how and how it can change, right? Like, do you obviously want him to experience your heritage and your culture, yeah? Yeah, I think I think I do. I think I, I do, but for the better, not, not that I'm, like, not looking down on my culture or, like, talking down on them. I think there's just more opportunity here in Australia. Yeah. But I would, would love for him to go back home and... and get to know the culture and yeah. obviously it's a big thing for me like for my family as well we're, we're full tongue and, and stuff like that so yeah, yeah. but I would love him to to grow up here in Australia get like education wise because yeah. um, obviously when it, when it was be realistic it, it's better here in Australia mm. for that side of thing but um, I, I would love to take him home and and I always always tell back uh, as soon as being naughty he's going Tonga for like a year <laughs> yeah. like back, back yeah. I always uh, said no about it but I'm saying so if, if he's being naughty in school, I'm taking him to Tonga for like a year or something just is, to shredding him up. Is that why you're so uh, well behaved? You grow in Tonga. No, I'm well behaved because back in the days you still get a hiding. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not, not anymore. anymore. So he's, he's lucky. But I think if he, yeah, if he's being a little naughty boy, I think he'll get a little punch or a little slap. <laughs> then. But um, yeah, I think that's why we're, well, uh, we're all well behaved now because I think back in the days you still get a little hiding and you get away with it. But... Um, yeah, like I said, I would I would love to take him back because I want him to to learn the culture and 
Uh, that's why I'm taking him now to to meet the other family, meet the other cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's got heaps of uh, nieces and nephew back home in Tonga, so yeah. it's good for him to go and meet them. And I think he's he's the youngest at the moment. Oh yeah, he's the youngest at the moment. So yeah, yeah good to take him back. Mate, what was it like growing up in Tonga? Like, Mate, if you, could you paint us a picture of what it was, what it was like growing up? Like, what sports you play? What living was like? Give us a little, give us a little insight. Yeah, I think it's it's similar to here in Australia, but like everything's downgraded. Okay. Like you're okay. always outside. When you were young, you're always outside. You're always at the beach and yeah. stuff like that. But in Tonga, like, I didn't drive till I moved to New Zealand. Really? Yeah, that's like 21 yeah. when I started learning how to drive because I always walk everywhere. And if, if it's a bit further out, my mom and dad will, will drop me off to, to where I needed to be. But we're always outside. I, I remember this. Uh, if we're in the house, there's something going on. Yeah. Yeah, like we're in trouble if we're in the house. Mm. So I think that's that's the difference from nowadays. Kids is always inside the house, but we're always outside. Um, we didn't have much, but I think looking back, when I was a kid, I thought we were always rich. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But looking back, I was like, "Frick, we had nothing." Why? Why do you think that? Because uh, we always had food. Like yeah. we always had food, and uh, like every time I bring my mates over, they'd be like, "Oh, you got so much food at home." Yeah. Blah blah blah. But I think because my mom was a uh, she she was at home, like mm. the best job in the world, the yeah. homes. Yeah, because there was six of us, and then my dad was a mechanic and do little bits and stuff as well. So, um, yeah, it just felt like we were rich because we all go to like a good school. Yeah, yeah everything. But I think it just come down to like what my parents have done, they sacrificed their life to. Because people think that I can eat. They haven't met my sisters and brothers. So. No way, <laughs> bro. I've seen you. I've seen you yeah. when, when we went for a swim and coffee after gym this morning. Oh, you're like I just have a banana. I was like, oh, a little banana bread. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I was like, mate, is that it? I thought you were gonna load up. Nah, but yeah, my, my, my whole family. I like going back home because I look a bit skinnier next to them. So <laughs> <laughs> make me feel good. Yeah, but um, but we're always together. I think that's what I miss the most is everything we did was everyone was together. Yeah. Like dinner. Uh, just pretty much everything we did, everyone was all together, and I think that's when I when I move out of home, that's what I struggle with. Mm. It's always by myself, and I was like, "Frick, yeah, yeah where's everyone?" And the house was never quiet. Yeah, it's always loud. Like everything was a lot of laughter or someone getting hiding somewhere <laughs> and stuff like that. But I think that's what I miss the most is like how loud our family is, and we're always we did everything together. So, yeah. did you play footy growing up in Tonga? Uh, was that the, like the main sport over there? Uh, rugby union was. Union was. Yeah, rugby union was. Um, there wasn't really anything as a kid Yeah. until we went to high school. I think I started playing when I was 14, 15. Okay. Yeah. But it wasn't really a, a thing. Now, nowadays, they've, they've, they've starting to like learn rugby from as a young age. And, mm. But um, back in the days, it was just getting a jandle or a bottle and just play backyard footy with the older brothers. And... They're all older than me and bigger. And I think that's why I'm a little bit like like being physical because of them. Yeah. yeah. I used to cry a lot because of them. And, and yeah, they used to give me a hiding when I'm crying. I was like, but I'm crying for a reason. <laughs> that's why I'm crying because I'm hurt. And then they're giving me a hiding more to stop crying. Yeah, I was like, oh, sweet. That's probably but, why you're so tough now. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was. Yeah. But uh, I think, yeah, it's just there was a life. You're always outside. You always um, did everything together. Um, yeah, but like like I said before, I, I grew up. I thought we were rich. Yeah, yeah. But now looking looking into it, it was like we literally have nothing. But I think there's there's we had a different rich with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think like, like I said, that's what I miss the most is just being around them all the time. So did you always think that professional <coughs> footy could be on the cards growing up? Like, was that ever an option for you guys growing up? Uh, 
Not, not really, but my oldest brother and one just older, they both made the under 18 for Tonga, under 19 and stuff like that. So they did a little bit of travelling and I always wanted to do that. And yeah. then... Everyone in Tonga knows about Joan Alomu and every kid was... I used to get the haircut as well. Did you? I used to hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad used to make me do it, have the Joan Alomu haircut. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we used to... Yeah, that's what that's what we did. And and I never never think that I'll ever make it because my brother never made it. Um, My older brother never made it out from Tonga. So they always make the rap team. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But I never made it out. And I was the last one in the family and... I think I got lucky, yeah. Yeah, so what was the difference? Because you came over to, you went over to New Zealand to yeah. play rugby at a rugby school, yeah? How, yeah. What was that transition? How did you, how did that come about? Yeah, it was, yeah, it's a, it's a funny story. It's kind of, kind of sad as well because it started with uh, a school from Auckland came over before to my school. Mm. Uh, they wanted, they always, uh, in New Zealand, you allowed to import from wherever you want. Yeah. And I think uh, this school was Tonga and some school was in Fiji as well. So they they came to Tonga and asked for two two players from my team. It was me and this other guy, and then I think a week before we meant to fly to New Zealand, they they said they only won the other guy. Oh. So I got I got brushed. Really? Yeah, but it was like I was done my passport, visa, and everything's all sorted. And then I was already saying goodbye to my friend in high school. So that was kind of like embarrassing. That last minute they sat there, but I'm I'm like a free spirit kid. I don't yeah. I don't really get ashamed yeah, about yeah. stuff, you know. I, 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 I did got a, a bit like frustrated and disappointed about it because I was already telling everyone that I'm going to make my dream I'm come true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like fast forward about two months later, this um, there's another school called Auckland Grandma. They came over to watch someone else. And then I, I played against that person and yeah. Put, I, put, I, a, put a show on. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that kid, I, I think that kid knew that they were watching. I, did, I had no clue. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it was a bit like, yeah, it was too much for him. Like people scouting, right. and it, it's Tonga. It's, it's it's so hard. Like you never get there. But if you if someone told you, oh, it's scout here watching you, you'd be like, oh, shitting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't know. So I, like I played pretty good in that game against him. Yeah. In the opposite side, and then this was on a Friday, and then the guy said, oh, do you have any passport visa? And I was like, what do you mean? Or oh. I was like, oh, we want you to come to Auckland Grandma. Yeah, I was like, oh what? Yeah, my passport. We told him the whole story about. I'm ready to go, man. Yeah, I'm re- I've got and everything so ready. They told me the play Friday. Told me Saturday, and I flew out on Wednesday. Wow! But I couldn't speak English, so they had to fly out my dad as well to do all the talking. Did you? So your dad speaks English? <laughs> yeah, because my dad went to school in in New Zealand as well for okay. a couple of years. Yeah, so he can like he can speak like speak a little bit uh, fluent English. But so. you didn't speak any English growing up. Uh nah. Nah. <laughs> it's just yes, no, like yeah. So my dad came over for three months to do pretty much all the talking and stuff in school and I was just on the side just saying yes. Really? Stuff. Yeah, so it was, it was quite hectic but I went to like an old boy school. So I, like, I think that's why I learned a bit faster because I didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, there's no girls there to be ashamed of. So yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just talking. Yeah, and that's how I like, I was talking to people talking in English. Like I have a, like a sentence and then I don't know the English word for it. I just put it in front of them like, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but the, the funny thing is when I went to the Auckland Grammar School, the first game was against the school that said no to me. Oh, how good. Yeah, and I ripped out that game. Yeah, of yeah, course yeah, you yeah, Scored two tries, scored the first try under the post and scored another try and then after that... I was like, I, I talked to my mate about it. Yeah. And he was like, how did you get this gig? And I was like, I don't know. Dude. Just, yeah. Just, uh, and then yeah. I talked to the guy that came over and he was like, oh, 
we regret not bringing you. Yeah. I was like, oh, stop yeah. using. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's so that's so cool. But that would be so hard to come into a school not knowing any English, right? Like, and they're yeah. predominantly speaking English. How did you have to take extra classes? Like, or uh, did you just get around the boys? Just get around because, like, in New Zealand, there's English and there's ESOL. Okay, it's like a little downgrade, like kind of like learn how to count one, two, three, okay. but like in English. Yeah. So I was there, but pretty much the whole time, I think. How I learned just like speak. Yeah. I was just speaking. Yeah, like, yeah. And it took me about three years to just put up a sentence and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was it was quite funny about it, but like, but look, there was like about three, four Tongans there. So it was kind of like cool because they were helping me out as well. Yeah. And, like, you guys, and you guys would have stuck together. Hey? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my my uh, second cousin was in in that school because really? my yeah my that side of the family they were they were actually rich so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those those boys went to that school and that, and that school was like it's so hard to get into yeah it's one of the richest school in Auckland so they they went in there and they're they're the one who helped me out with like speaking English and so how, how old were you when you first went over uh going turning 18 yeah, 17 turning 18 yeah. were you were you vice captain of the school when you got there no no I'm thinking nah, of someone else no nah, no nah, there was there was someone else there yeah, yeah. And so, and so, what was the what was the progression from school to Warriors? Because that was that just a natural progression. Like, was there like a oh, nah. what was what was, what was <laughs> so that? So I was in school with um, Omar Slamenko. Really, same same school. Yeah, okay. So I did two years there, and then I repeated about five times. <laughs> <laughs> What's your but, real age, brother? I want to know your real age. <laughs> but so I went there uh, 2009, and then Omar finished up 2009. So 2010, he was with the. Um, Warriors. Yeah. Which so uh, playing 20s and he was just killing it. Yeah. And then after 2010, my scholarship for the school was finished. And yeah. obviously, I'm too old now to play yeah, first yeah, 15 yeah. for the school. <laughs> so, everything like I didn't have any rugby union, weren't like interesting or anything. And then, um, pretty much Omar just said, Oh, try out league. Yeah. So, why don't you go in here and then just ask what, what they can do? And then, um, my first 15 coach. And the manager at that time, we all went in and then went in. There was um, the development. That's when um, David Fish Tua and Tui Lolo here and them were coming up. Yeah. They were like about 15, 16. So I had to go in and train with them. Yeah. And then we did a big trial in Cornwall Park. And I think there was like 200 people was trialing for the under 20s. Mm -hmm. And they only picked about three, three or yeah, three or five people from there. Wow. Yeah, and I was one of them. And big Nate, Nate Pettery. Nate Pettery, yeah, yeah, shout big, out yeah, Nate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were in that crew going in. And I, and then, yeah, I had I had one year because I was still Just a one-year yeah, one yeah. contract, yeah. Yeah, with the under-20s because they don't be too old, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, played well because I, I think I got lucky because we had a gun team that year. Yeah. We had Omar, we had Big Sam Losi, we had Carlos Timuave. And we ended up winning it on the 20s, yeah. Did you win it? Yeah, yeah that's the first time on the 20s went back to back because Sean Johnson then won it the year before. Yeah. And then we had, like won it the next year. How good was that under 20s comp? Because it's like you would follow the NRL yeah. team, hey. Yeah. So you'd, it's almost like you were, it felt like you were a full time professional yeah. car. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Think, I, I think we, we were quite lucky to have that as the under 20s, like mm. coming up because yeah. now. A lot yeah, of kids are just getting thrown in there. And there's a lot of talent there, don't yeah. get me wrong, but a lot of, like, injuries going into it as well. But, like, yeah. I, us got, got lucky to, like, warm into it. Like mm -hmm. like you say, it's kind of like a professional thing following yeah. 
and knowing what their routine and stuff, just watching them all the time, yeah. like, and then have a year or two with them and then going to mm. the NRL. But nowadays, the kids are just too tough now. I don't, know, in. I don't know why they got rid of that competition because that, for me, it felt like such a great introduction. Yeah. Like I, was at, I was at Bronx when in the under-20s, obviously yeah. a couple of years after you. Um, but it was it was such a great intro. You'd follow them around and then you'd start probably doing an NRL preseason because you would have done your – First NRL preseason after 20s? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then when did you debut? Did you debut? Uh, yeah, 2012. And so you were 21? Yeah, yeah 21. Yeah. Hey, what was that yeah. like? Well, it, was, it was crazy. Uh, it was, I know, Brian, well, I, I only remember calling him Bluey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to love him. Um, yeah, and I debuted against uh, Manly. Really? Yes, Steve Mata, yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> was that, bro? why Why am I? <laughs> but I was off the bench. Um, I, I, I named starting and then I think Captain's one, he said, oh, he can come off the bench because mm. we still had Jerome Rupati. Yeah. Yeah, and he was still a, a gun back then and I think he got injured in the first 20 minutes and then he's like, oh, you're in now. Wow. Yeah. We, we played at um, Eden Park and we lost the game, but just because when I when I coming into rugby league, I used to watch um Watmo. Yeah, I used to love him. He's he was mad, just like right? running a muck and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He was like one of my top five players back then, and then getting to play against him, I remember. I still remember to now. We got a kick return. I think Manu took the first carry, and I came around. I just saw him. I was like still starstruck. Yeah, I was really? like I was ran straight and didn't run over him. Yeah. I was like yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that made my highlight yeah. of my debut. Oh, just really? that run, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bump, bump him off, bump him off. <laughs> <laughs> but how 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 cool is that? Like, because you get to look up to all these blokes, like when you're a kid, yeah. right? And then you get to play against them. And then I was the exact same. Like, wanted to. We played um, the Roosters. Roosters was my debut. Um, where was it? Amy Park, not Amy Park. And anyway, and um, Jared Rui Hargraves. Like, and I oh, used to look up to him yeah. as one of the tougher. He still is. Like, wonder the, why you're a grub. Yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck with you too long at the time. That's why, man. But like I looked up to him and I was just like, oh, I want to try and like bang this guy, like try and run over him. And mate, he fucking, he hung, he humbled me so easily because he's the, he's the goat, right? Yeah, he still is now. Like at this age, he's still. I don't know yeah. how, I don't know how someone can be such a, like a hard, aggressive player for so long. No. It's wild. I think you got to be like a top player to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, because he, he's, he's not trying. That's no. just him. Just him. Yeah. But like the thing is, he's a lovely person. He's a lovely. I used to hate him too. Really? And I met him like on a night out. Uh, I think when he was playing Kiwis, I was like, "What the hell?" It's the nicest guy. Yeah, he's the nicest guy ever. Yeah, yeah but uh, just how he plays. You want to play with him, but you, you just hate playing against him. But that's like you, bro. <laughs> that's like you because you're you're. Very like tough, aggressive player yeah. on the field, and then you come off the field and you're the biggest teddy bear. But, like, I, I was messaging the other day, and you're like, "I can't wait to give you a big cuddle." I was like, "Oh, that's, that's my man! I can't wait to see him." But that's what you yeah. like, yeah. Like it's, it's as soon as you cross the line, it's like where it's it's like it's kind of like war. Like it's it's like yeah. we're going to we're going to play. Yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of players got hate just for that, just mm. for how they are on the field. But when you meet them outside, that's why like, all fans fans have their own opinion as well. But they never get to meet the the, the players as who they are and, mm. and stuff like that. So uh, I think there's a lot of players got hate for just how they, how they like how like I never hate him uh, how great, but just as a, as a player, you just don't want to like oh here he is he's yeah. coming yeah. But like people don't know much about it like players outside footy. So mm. I think there's there's a there's a big thing of of people need to see it that way. They they're not all grubs off of footy no. as well. So. 
but I think that's that's why we do it because we can't be too nice on the field unless yeah, yeah we get run over and stuff like that. <laughs> was there a, was there anyone um, when you were going through your NRL career before you went over to the Super League? <clears throat> was there anyone that you always just like had a rivalry with or like a competitive uh, edge uh, against? Nah, oh, nah. I've always uh, I loved going against Steve Monte because I know he's the best. He yeah. he was the best, and I I think he's like one of the best. Uh, and him and, and Jamie Lyon, I reckon they were one of the best centers. Really? I never, I never get to face Jamie Lyon because he was always on the right side. Yeah. But I was with Stevie, and I think it's, it was never a rivalry. I just like you know you want to play against the best. And yeah. Always, yeah. And I think I've never had a game. I've been over him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the way he's the best, but I've, it was on my hunch of game. Uh, it's the Sims. I've still, he still got me over. Titans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah, he got me good couple of times in that game so um but it was never like a rivalry thing i was just i just lost my head that game yeah and, yeah and i did it to the wrong person too yeah so yeah but um never never had any rivalry with anyone so yeah how was your time on the titans because from Warriors, you spent a couple seasons there and then came to the gold coast yeah. for two or three years yeah three three years Mate, how yeah. was that had because oh, that's, yeah, that's obviously yeah. where we connected like yeah. how was that time when i when i came from the warriors um I think it was not really halfway through, it was just the beginning of the year I came mm. to Thailand and I think I, I got my love for the game again. I think at the Warriors, I was just a, a young kid and and I signed a three-year contract and I think I was like, I was taking it for granted. Mm. Yeah, I think that's, that's one thing I always like talk about, like young, young players, I, I, I see kind of like doing the same thing as I do because yeah. I never had that in my life. And then this all in my face, I was like, wow, this is, this is hectic. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I think I kind of like took it for granted. I was like, oh, I'm signed for years. I can just not chill, but like just took the foot off a little bit and mm. just not really train as how I was training in that first year. So, really? yeah. And then talk to my manager and stuff like that. So kind of like they need to, I need to leave that that, that place because I'm getting comfortable. So when it came to the Tigers, I was like kind of like a kick in the bum. So I was like, yeah. I, and I never wanted to leave the Warriors. Yeah. Never wanted to leave because like, I was playing there with the Manu and uh, Benny Matalino and them. So I was like, you don't want to leave those players like Shawnee. Like you would have had so many great mates. Oh in that yeah, team as well. yeah. Still, still to now, still, still talk to them. So yeah, Russ, Russell Pecker and them. So I never wanted to leave you, but my manager said you, you need to like with the with my mindset that time. I need, I need to leave. So, but I think that was the best thing for me to leave, and then came to the Titans, and I think I was I was playing twelve to sixteen. At the at the Warriors and I never made the finals and then mm. it came to Titans and I made the finals wow. for the first time. We played Broncos, we got absolutely punished. But yeah, that was that was the only time I made the finals in the NRL. In the NRL. Yeah. So it was that year. So I think I was just and we had a we had a kind of team too. We had like a a good team, but um, coming to the Titans, I was like, I think it's the the environment as well where mm. like I see the beach and always outside the sun. Makes makes it a bit better. How much? Yeah. How much does that balance work in your favour? Because that you know the conversation around people who come to the Gold Coast, they just come for the lifestyle. They yeah, come yeah. to retire. Do you reckon? Because I looked at it like I grew up on the Goldie. I look at it as a, such a benefit to get away from footy. Like when we were, we would always knock around at the beach. Yeah. Like we would always get away from footy, and it was such a great way to switch off. Do you think that helps, or do you reckon that hurts players? No, I think I think it does. I think it does help, but I think. The only thing will, will hurt players, I think, is the party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think yeah, that's the only thing. But bad. like, like with with the lifestyle, I reckon it does help mm. a lot of people. Like, like you said, with 
because 40 is not just going out there and running. It's it does everything to you, like headspace, mm. like even your body needs a break sometimes. And I think that's the best. Just going for a walk at the beach, coffee, like, yeah. and it's always sunny here. And then if it if it rains, it's not really a bad thing. Yeah, you kind of like it to re, like be raining now and then. But I think it is it is a good thing. When I when I moved here, a lot of people were saying that. Because I was like a kind of like a little party boy back in Alton. Like, not anymore. Going, yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, when I came here, the people were like, "Oh, he's going straight into the party." But mm. I still did it, but not as yeah as usually I, I did it. But I think I was more loving the, like going to the beach and uh, looking at the waves and the people at the waves and yeah. the people walking in the sand. Yeah. We got we got you on a couple of big boards. Me, me, you and Carlos got nah, you on a couple nah, boards. No. <laughs> it was the last time I think I've been on a board. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I I think it was in my benefit that yeah yeah I think it did help me help me out moving here. So, but even like yeah, even so you, that just moving into that environment because you were a fan favorite. Like you were loved when you got to the Gold Coast and you were playing mad footy as well. So the change of environment must have helped. Yeah. And I think that, I think it's all, it did it with my headspace. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that's why I was a bit more freely because when, when I was talking to my manager, they were always like, your head is not in where it needs to be. Yeah. And I think when I got out of it, it's like, I was, yeah, I was, I was free. Mm. I was like just happy. Mm. I was just happy, and then when I'm happy, I just play. Yeah, and then and it's. I think that's one thing I always I always do with with the fans try to get connect with them. Yeah. Because when I was when I was a kid, I grew up in Tonga. I was like, when the when the national team comes, just the Tonga national team. I used to wake school to go and say hi to them. Yeah. And they always have time for me, and I think it's that feeling I had there. I was imagine me doing it to a kid, and yeah. I always wanted it. And I think up up till now, I still try to do it. Like if it's one or two people I say hi to, I always try to say hi to it. So, mm. and at the same time, they they pay they pay my wage sometimes too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like I always try to do it. People people uh, say some negative stuff. But I was like, it's it's not for you. It's, yeah. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But it is for me because I still remember that feeling as a kid. Mm. That like one of my heroes saying hi to me. So uh, if I could. Give that feeling to someone. I'll, I'll do it any day. So. But that's what you, you're. That's what you're always like, though. Like even like you even. After games, like with fan days, you'll always be that one who would go out of his way to make someone else happy. And like those, like you said, like those kids would never forget that kind of stuff. Hey, yeah, that's just yeah. Like like I said, I will never forget what 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 that guy did to me. And mm. yeah, I still remember his name. His name is the same village as where I am. Yeah. Uh, Sefavaka. But I used to play away from Tonga. He's from Japan, and I was going to see him like once in a while. Yeah. And he was like a big, he's a big dog, and. First time I met him, I was, yeah, I, I worked school. My parents do, don't know. <laughs> you worked yeah. work school? <laughs> <laughs> I, I left school to go just to see them. So, yeah, yeah so I've, I still have that feeling now. So that's why I do it. If I give that feeling to like a kid that feels like that, then it's all sweet. Is it hard transitioning out of Tonga or out of NZ in terms of not being around family, not being around your friends or your your people? Like, yeah. is that is that a hard transition? Yeah, I think for three years, I called my mom and said, I'm coming back every really, time. Yeah. Really, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it took me a little while. I still, like, get that feeling now and then, but not as – I think I've 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 learned how to stay with it. Like, What do you do? Uh, I just just call them. Just call. Yeah, speak to them or stuff, stuff like that. But I used to, like, call my mom every time. I was like, I'm coming home, I'm done. Yeah. Because yeah. at the same time, because I was still in school and stuff and I wasn't helping them out. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, the reason why I'm here is to help you guys out. But I was, I wasn't really thinking. I was as a young kid. I was like, what am I doing here? In terms of like financially, yeah, helping out yeah. financially, yeah. Because I was in school for two years. 
because I wasn't getting paid, but at the same time, I was still living the life. Yeah. Like, but in my head, like, they're still, they, they are, like, my family don't need much. They are, they are good where they are now, but at the same time, in your head, you always wanted to help out. Because I imagine there'd be a lot of young kids in a very similar position yeah. to you coming through that would have to leave their home, would have to, if they want to yeah. play, like, in the NRL, they'd have to come to Australia or New Zealand. And I imagine that would be such a tough thing for them. Yep. If you, if you grew up in an environment like that, it is it is tough, man. Seriously, yeah. it is tough. It's it's never easy, and it will, it will always take time. But like you say, if there's if there's a purpose of you leaving, yeah, and I think you 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 find a way to get through it. Mm. If you if the if you don't have a purpose of you leaving home, then there's no no point of you leaving. Yeah. So in, in my head, my purpose was to just get back to my mom and dad. Yeah. And then that that the first two years I was there, I wasn't helping them. So I was like, what, what am I doing here? And my mom always said, oh, just be patient, be patient. I was like, I'm, I'm the one living the life here. I'm like eating all this fast food. Like we don't have that in Tonga. Like, yeah. like going to cinemas and stuff like that and then they're just at home. Like, yeah. So I was not feeling guilty but at the same time. I was like, there's no point of me. Like, So when I got my first contract with the 20s, like, it was five grand a, a year. Yeah. So at the same time, I was, I was still not helping. Like, yeah. Because you gotta live. Yeah, you gotta yeah. live. And like it's like five grand the whole year. It's expensive. To it's live like two hundred dollars a month or something like that. Yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, it, I was still like, but um, like with with help of other families as well. Like um, my cousin them, the the Romanov family. Um, so a few families that helped helped me out when I was in NZ. Uh, my auntie now they still lives in my house in back home. Really? Yeah. 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 She she took me in and like I'm pretty much living there for free, but just to help me out. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and I finally signed the contract, and I literally, that's when I felt like, oh, yeah, I, I can I can do something about it. I can I can help out. So in my head, I was like, I don't really need to play that well because now I can. I've got three years of, yeah, yeah. of helping. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, yeah, it was it was hard at the start. Like like I said, it's, now I'm further out away from. From home, I'm kind of like used to it. Yeah, yeah. I've like I tried. Yeah, so th- I think that's why one thing: if you if you're homesick, just call, speak on the phone and call. Because if you're homesick, they are like they do miss you as well. It's in you as well. Yeah, so it's not just one way thing. Unless mm. you're a little shit and they don't miss <laughs> you at all. <laughs> Get out of here. We'll send them back to Tonga. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you 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 touched on um, the relationship that with your mum and your yeah. dad, and and I'd love to talk about that relationship. I know even when we're at the Titans you have a really great relationship with your mum. Yeah. Um, what was she like? What was she like when you were growing up? I, mean, I think, yeah, she was just, um, she was loud, man. Yeah. I think she's like, every, everyone that knows her knows, if she walks in the door here, yeah, you'll know her from like hearing her from the road. Yeah. But um, she was caring. She's like, everything is at home was never ours. Mm. The whole neighbourhood allowed to, my dad, Used to be annoyed sometimes because my dad was the one doing all the work and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they used to not not a fight, but my dad is like, "Mate, can you relax? Like, if you have like something good at home, yeah. it'll be gone like in two days. Mm. Then you find out all oh, the whole neighbors neighborhood have have got stuff because of yeah. yeah. She was always caring and yeah, she always put others before her as well. So yeah, she she was a. I think I've got my carry off from her. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you talk she's, about people who are loud and caring. Yeah, like, that's you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Like, 
Yeah. She, she's, yeah, miss, 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 miss her. And she, well, yeah. like, for those who are listening, like she passed away a couple, yeah, a couple of years ago. How, how, um, how did you find out that news and how, how was that for you? Um, so 2018, that's when we, when we moved to England. So 2008, the end of 2018, that's when I went from here. Mm. But we went home, me and Beck went home and she was all right. She was in decent, she, was, she wasn't that sick. So 2019, we came back for... For Tonga, when I was playing for Tonga and we beat Great Britain in Australia and that, that was quite cool. And then when I went back home to Tonga, I kind of like see the difference from 2018 to 2019. So when we left there, my worst fear was not there when she passed. Yeah. So 2019, 2020 lockdown, so she passed away on her birthday. Really? <laughs> yeah. So... Got the phone call. I was like talking to her the whole time, and then she passed away. So, I think from that moment till oh maybe till now, still that was my lowest point. Yeah. Because like 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 I said before, I think that was my worst fear is losing her with me not there to be around her. So um yeah, twenty 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 one. I was. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> quite surprised that Beck's still around too. Beck? Yeah, she's the goat. She's your the pa- goat. Your partner. Yeah, yeah. She's one of the best. Yeah, she's the goat. Yeah. Um, I don't know how she deals with it because I never speak about it. I think maybe it's the second, second time of second or third time I've, I've spoken about it. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just not not for me, but um, yeah. Every every time I try to talk about it just get too emotional because this is the first time I'm going to be back home tomorrow to see her really yeah, since well, you, 2019 you, so you didn't go back since nah, afterwards I, mean, I couldn't uh, 2020 2021 I couldn't go with COVID yeah, yeah. COVID um, last year we had the World Cup and then after the World Cup the visa f- oh, back was too big yeah. couldn't leave so. so this is the first time we're going back but um, I was I was in a I was a different person then um, 2020, 2021. In uh, in what in what mental, way? Mental, you, yeah. yeah, you said it was one of your lowest points. What does yeah. what does that look like? Not not talking, not talking to people. Yeah, just doing my own thing without knowing, like, because cause back, uh, my partner had sacrificed a lot too to move all the way to England. Mm. Wasn't really communicating with her, just leaving her at home. Yeah, because I think I I thought I was doing the right thing, not speaking to her, because I didn't want to put her in the same situation as I am yep. and telling her my because I'm the person that I hate coming home and she's like are you okay I hate that yeah yeah I don't I just never liked it but I think it's the best way you think that helps I think it does when you come home and someone asks you, like some someone genuinely asking you yeah like they care about you well I, am, okay? I imagine Beck would be asking because she does care yeah right? that's what I mean yeah, yeah. yeah but I just keep brushing it like like for so long, um, but I think it's kind of got got me through it. Just speaking to my sisters and brothers. So you would lean because I was I wanted to talk about like I guess like your support network. Like yeah. who who would you would lean on in times like that? Like I'm guessing brothers and sisters, family back home. Yeah, but I never 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 had had I never find. Oh, sorry. I've never been in that deep until that. Really? So I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. 
and we had a like a at, at Leeds, um, our welfare guy was helping a lot, like checking on me every time. But everything just like come and goes. Yeah, like all the helps and everything, just didn't care because I knew no matter what I couldn't get there. Mm. I couldn't get to see her and. Yeah, just thinking about it is like, like like I said, I'm still surprised he's still around back. Yeah, because yeah. he was, I was just bad. I was just a bad person, just not talking to her, like not communicating. Yeah, I'm always out because every time I was sitting at home, and it was um, it was COVID as well, so he couldn't do do much. So I was literally just sitting next to her, not talking to her. Yeah, like for like. Three months when allowed to leave the house, I was just on the game the whole time. Yeah, but yeah, she's she's the goat. How but, um, um, how do you feel about going home tomorrow? I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I still, I, I really haven't really spoken about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why when he when he when he asks me, I think it's kind of good for me to get it out. Like, just try. Just, I, I spoke to Beck about it. I just told her that I'm not too sure. I'm gonna finish. He always say it's everything gonna be all right, but. It's gonna be. I reckon it's gonna be good for me that I'm taking a little fella, mm. yeah, just to calm me down as well. But um, I'm I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm so, just too long. It's just been too long. Mm. But um, yeah. Well, mate, thank you. Like, thanks for talking about yeah. it, bro. Like, this is <laughs> this is like this is the reason why we want to have these yeah, conversations. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is obviously a mental health and sport podcast. Yeah. Like, and and someone like yourself who is not only influential in a rugby league community, but a whole greater community in yeah. the Super League, in the NRL, in with your friends, with your family. Like you're someone who a lot of the crew look up to. Like yeah. so many people look up to. And so imagine how many young guys and young girls who would just bottle these things up yeah. and have someone like yourself to come on a platform, like a long form platform yeah. like this and just be open and be vulnerable with how you feel. It's so, it's so incredible and it's so impressive. So brother, thank you. I, yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Well, that's just the thing I think to me speaking it's 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 the hardest way but i think it will ease your mind yeah just talking but i think talking to someone that we do care about you not yeah. just to like anyone yeah like like that's that's for me there yeah, that's why i was i never wanted to talk to beck about it because i didn't want to put it on her mm. but i think she was the closest person to me then mm. and and still is now and i decided not to talk to her mm. yeah I think that was the that was the mistake I made, and I'm I'm still learning about talking to yeah. to her, and she knows that. But I just I just call my sister, the, just the one above me. She's like I'm the closest. I'm really close to her, and then yeah. I speak anything to her. Yeah, yeah. And I think when I was telling her, she she had the same. She was similar same to you. Similar to me, but yeah. she lives in Tonga. She was there all the time. Right. So she said, "Don't think that I'm missing out on." trying to help because what I'm feeling is the same way they are yeah. feeling as well. So yeah. so every time I speak to her, I keep like not feeling better but like just makes me like a little get back to earth a little bit more mm. and just be realistic about the things that I can do and, and can't do. Mm. And I think a lot of it, you just need to control what you can control. Yeah, if you always hear that. hear that saying that I couldn't control going home but in my head I was like I, I could. Yeah. But at the same time, it was COVID. You, you can't physically do anything. Yeah. So I think you gotta you gotta 
think of what you can control and then if you can control it you can do it but if you can't don't overthink about it and i think that's what fucked me up that time because i was thinking about something that i couldn't do yeah like so my mom always wanted if she if she passed away in the morning she wanted to be like buried in the 24 hours yeah she doesn't know she doesn't like waiting and stuff like that <laughs> really yeah she's always like yeah. that like before she passed she always say if other people if people from america family if they want to come see me come see me when i'm alive yeah when i'm dead i'm dead yeah so what's the point of keeping me waiting there iced up for freaking two three days for them to come over mm-hmm. come and see me when i'm alive come give me your money when i'm alive yeah. <laughs> so she sounds great yeah though. so when i'm dead what's, what's the point of coming and crying here yeah. and giving me all this money when i'm dead come yeah. come so that's one thing she wanted she's like when i'm dead straight away bury Mate, me. Like, she sounds like the most like loving caring person <laughs> ever had yeah she's yeah that's why i say she's, it's never about her but it is about her sometimes with how loud she is. She yeah. wants to, yeah. But like, 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 just little things like that. We always like fight. We always say, "Oh, what if we can't come?" And she was like, "You guys, I've raised you. Like, what's what's the point of coming back? Like, you guys got your own life now." Blah blah blah. Yeah. So, yeah. So when she passed away, I was trying to get to Taiwan in like twenty four, and it's like everything I think of wasn't in my control. Yeah. And I think it just I was just digging up a deeper hole to put me in so was there any advice that she gave you that stands out like like looking back is there anything that stands out that you know our mum always used to say that or was something that that stood out to you yeah i think even when i moved to the town and she what she said to me is like what's what's the reason of you moving there what's your purpose of playing yeah she always go back to that and i always say it's 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 them and she's like then why why you're not focusing there? It's not what, sorry? Uh, so she asked, oh, what's my purpose of playing? Yeah. And then I said, it's, it's you guys, it's family. Yeah, right. And then she was like, then what, why are you not focusing? Yeah. Like, why are you doing all this other stuff? Yeah. And then that's what always, like, bring me back is, like like I said before, somehow you take it for granted. Like, you think you're a big man playing this, yeah. you're getting paid this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you get humbled by your mom. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this thing is, she, she said, whatever makes me happy is, do it but always remember why why i was doing it so i remember i don't know if you i don't know if it was you that told me or if it was i listened to it somewhere but it was uh it was something that your mum said to you and it was around um it doesn't matter how much money you earn or whatever like it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter about the money but as long as you be yourself and i look at someone like yourself like when we were linking up with the titans even catching up like i haven't seen you in however many years and it's like nothing's changed (laughs) like you're 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 exactly you are exactly the same person you've got so much love for the boys like even um talking to carly just like cool you obviously caught up with him at the start of the year like pizzy darky even alex glenn this morning like you've got so much love for everyone and you haven't changed at all, even with all the spotlight and, and all that kind of stuff. Like you're one of the best players in the NRL and obviously in Super League, but you're still the same person. Yeah, I think that's one thing I've learned with, with how I, I grew up. I think, like like I said, signed, signed a contract with the Warriors for three years and maybe I kind of like thought I was the man that I've done all this stuff. And that's, that's why my mom humbled me. Mm. To, like, yeah, what's the purpose of you? Uh, why are you doing this and, and what why is the reason why I'm being a dickhead? Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's that's fair. Just looking like just having a little little kick in the bum and thinking rethinking life and then that's that's why I've always taken that till now. 
Like no matter what I I do, I'm always that kid. Because every time I go home, I'm still like the I was, I'm the youngest, so I'm yeah. still the baby to her. So yeah. I think that's why I always loved going back home. Just put me into like reality a little bit. A little reality yeah, checks, no, nice I always going, yeah, where, where I grew up and stuff like that. So I think up to now, that's why I really want my my little little one to go home. And like, the Aussie culture is fun. It's it's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's 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 a bad culture. I love. It. That's why I want him to to grow up here. But I just want him to see how we grew up and stuff. And his other half of of him. Uh, like how we all grew up in in the island and stuff. So, yeah. Mate, how is dad life? Your oh. your nine months your nine your nine months into it. Little little yeah. sunny boy is thriving. He's, nine months, he's a two big years boy. Oh. He's a big boy, mate. No, it's, it's good, man. I've been missing out, and and I think most of it, I wasn't I wasn't ready. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't ready to be a dad. Then I was, you know, how, how I was. I was just a little shit. <laughs> I was like a free spirit. But I think I think he's 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 very lucky to to have his mum mm. yeah he's like everything she she does is is breeding their little baby yeah yeah she yeah she's great like he's he's a lucky little little fellow to tell her mum like her but um dad life is it is the best and i think it's still the what you, what's the word for it it's not a bad thing but it's just it's just hard it's, it's hard it's the best it's thing hard ever, busy, but it's hard yeah. work yeah it is hard work but i, I would never change it i'll never change anything for him What's what's changed? Do you reckon what's changed from um, pre Connie before kids to after kids? What's think, changed in um, you? Do you think just because just all forty and just me and back at home? But yeah. I think everything now is more around him. Mm. Like because because back is she's like a routine mom. Mm. He sleeps at this time, eat at this time. I think it is a good thing as a baby. Like just seeing him now, I'm glad she did that. Because if it was just up to me, he'd be all over the place. But really? now, yeah, now he's got like, he's having his bottle at this time, eating at this time, he's napping at this time. And it's just, it's, it's not easy, but it's easier now. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's just, because uh, I always had three times. When you play footy, as soon as you finish training, you're like, what am I going to do with myself now? Yeah, yeah. So I either go home and sleep or just play station or, or stuff like that. But I think now you, you got, after footy, you still got a routine, mm. and I think that's that's the best thing, because I I've I never I've never had a routine in my life. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, footy and then that's it. Whatever. Yeah, that's the routine I had is just footy and then just come home and just do whatever. Mm. But now, even I come home, there's a routine there as well. So I think yeah. And do you think you'll you'll always take him back to Tonga like every couple of years or every year uh, just to just to have yeah. that connection to culture? If, yeah, if I have the money to take him every year, I will. But I think you'll be <laughs> I think you'll be fine, mate. <laughs> I think you'll be. I don't think you need to no, worry I would, about I would that. I'd love to take him every time. I, yeah, but I think I, I'll probably be finished with footy and probably yeah soonish. Yeah, because yeah, what yeah. you signed, you're St Helens for another couple yeah, yeah, of years. Yeah, a couple of years. So um, we'll see how the body feels after that. Or maybe after next year, see how the body yeah. rolls. You're um, 32 years old now? Yeah, 32. How is the body feeling? You good? Uh, yeah. Mate, you look I good. Think, you were I flying think, this morning. <laughs> I think like, the, the body just carry, carrying a little bit too much weight. <laughs> <laughs> apart from that. Too it's, many it's banana breads. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, apart from that, it's been been good. Um, I love playing over there, man. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, everyone says it's a shit comp, but I, I love it there. Super really? League, yeah. But I think there's still a lot for them to improve the game, but it like, like I've always say this: if I knew earlier, I would have gone there earlier. Really? Yeah, yeah. Why is that? It's just, uh, I just enjoy it. Yeah. Like first, first, firstly, the the fans are crazy. 
and I think that's what I enjoy the most playing there. Is it the same like as when we were on the t in the Titans? Like obviously fan favorite, everyone loved you. Like you were doing stuff with like the NRL and yeah. Bo Ryan and all those guys. Yeah. Is it similar over there? Like do uh, the fans have that same love? Oh no, nah, they're worse. Oh really? Yeah, they love it ten times worse. Yeah, seriously, it's when you go to a game, but it's not just the love, the hate. You gotta cop the hate too. It's it's crazy when do you, you go, get both. Oh, everything. Really? Yeah, that's why I love it there. Oh, every every team will will have a song for you or some some shit like that. Really? And just yeah? hammering you. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a song for every away team. I think they call me a big fat bastard. <laughs> every every team, it's 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 hectic. I think that's one of the thing I enjoy the most. Go like running in, even just a normal game. You run out and you're just like, what the hell are these people doing? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and it's raining. It's cold. It's freezing. It still turn up. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. Like even like Wakefield has gone down. Um, we got relegation and yeah. yeah, so they got relegated this year. But even going there and play, you don't want to go play there. It's just crazy. The fans are, really? yeah, like even like the team are not doing well. The fans are still crazy. Die hard. Oh, like they live and breathe the, the team. So I think that's just the first thing I love playing there. And I think second thing, I think it's just more freely. Like mm. like here, you, I, I wish they could do a bit more there. So it looks like it's more structured there. Mm. But I think. What we are doing there, it's suit for us there. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's just running amok there. So it's like you, you play a team that's like like the Storm or Roosters. They've got a structure to it. And then you play another team that is just like, whoa, mm. what the hell is going on here? Who are the young guys in St. Helens that are killing it? Like who are the, who are the young boys that you could see play in the NRL? Uh, I think every, every everyone here in NRL know that kid Jack Walsby. Yep. I, I, I think he'll do well. It's just a tough kid, but I think the heat. That's the only problem is he'll he, he must hate he'll hate the heat. He'll yeah, hate the heat, yeah. yeah. But he, his head head is like a forty year old head. He's so like mentally tough, like. Yeah. But he knows everything about footy. Mm. But then you talk to him, you just like you think he's the ordinary kid. You don't think he plays footy. Really? No, he was just switch it on. He yeah. like he'll knows in and out of, of rugby league. So I, I think it'd be be great. Um, we've got two young props that are coming up. I think they're, they're like they're all tough. They're, what are their names? Uh, Medellizi and Morgan Knowles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, they're not really young. They're like twenty six. Yeah, twenty five, twenty six. But I think they they'll enjoy it here. But I think with them, it's just uh, they need a bit more size. But mm. they they don't care. Yeah, yeah. What's in front of them? Hundred miles yeah. an hour. Oh, every yeah. They're crazy. But I think them 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 three. I reckon. Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to see that uh, James Roby came over. Yeah. Yeah, but I, that, I feel like he would have killed it here too. Yeah. And we've got a, a halfback, Johnny Lomax. I, I, I think he's older than me, but I wish he was here as well. Yeah. Just so everyone can see his talent, talent over there. So. And what's St. Helens like as a club? Like, oh. why, like why did you stick around with St. Helens? Uh, I think they are, they are run really well. Yeah. From not, not just the top team. From development reserve, yeah, because I think their development won the grand final. Mm. The we, the reserve played the grand final for reserve. We lost the grand final, but the whole the, everything they're always in the grand final and everything. Yeah. Even the women's team, really, they run the women's team. The women's team won the Challenge Cup, but I think they lost in the semi final. Wow! So it, like every, they just run well, like, and I think that's why they uh, they have been good for the last couple of years, oh, maybe ten years, because. Um, they don't really look. They do look out, out, out outside, but they they keep it in the um, who they develop as a kid, and they, they're kind of like the storm. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're not really like a, a money. They don't really buy someone for that much money. They'll, they'll develop. Yeah, through, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they always have the balance. Like right. they always have the balance there. So I think that's why they've been they've been great. And then I was at Leeds as well. I think Leeds are doing the same thing. But I think when I was at Leeds, they had, they had a strong strong team that won everything. Yeah. And they pretty much all retired at the same time. Right. And okay. literally, and it was like a new team when I was there. And yeah. and I got lucky that we won a, a Challenge Cup there. But um, they're still rebuilding. And, and, and last year, we played the grand final against them. Mm. <coughs> and I think this year, they, they kind of like went down again. But um, yeah, Saint, like, I can't really talk about other clubs because I've only been in, in two mm. clubs there. And, uh, I hope this is gonna be the last club. I'll, I'll stay there until I'm retired. Because, yeah, Saint Helens, they, they all they all look after you. They yeah. they do look after you. So, so that's the one of the good things there. Yeah. Mate, you've had a such an impressive playing career. Like you've played for over ten seasons. What is one of the highlights that you'll look back on? And you think you know what? That's one of my favorite moments in footy. Oh, I'll still. It's it's yeah. It's it's Tonga against um, Australia. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, Winning, winning the the grand for my first grand final last year, it was very close to it. But because um, I was I was never meant to play that game too. Really? Yeah. Why? Because uh, we had Stags. Stags. That's when Stags came and played for Tonga. Yeah. And then so before Australia, we were playing Great Britain, and then we're in camp in Sydney. So when we flew to Auckland to play against Great Britain, and then Tonga only plays Great Britain every ten years. Okay. It's not. It's not like a every year thing. It's only ten years in it. That was the 2019 was the tenth year, so we get to play them. And then I, I wasn't even in the squad. Like in, I was in the squad, but I wasn't even the 18, 19. Mm. I was in there. Wolfie who, always. Who are the two centers? Katoni so, and Jenko. Yeah, 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 Jenning, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when we flew to Auckland, um, Stag's grandma, I think it's pretty much his mom, yeah. passed away. Yeah. In Sydney, so he flew back and didn't get a flight till game day. Okay. So he was meant to fly back for captain's run and then play Great Britain. So I think he didn't get a flight till game day. So Wolfie said, "Oh, you, you're playing now." So, wow. so I was playing against Great Britain, and I, I was so excited because I, I knew if I didn't play there, I would never get the chance to play Great Britain. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I think I killed it that game, and then Wolfie was like, "Oh, hang on." Okay. So he he kept me then, and then Hopper William Hopper was playing five eight. And then that's when Tessie New came, was coming up. Yeah. So he was always your fullback, but he haven't debuted at NRL yet, and he killed it too that game. Yeah. And then we we're playing Australia, and then Wolfie just decided to keep me. And then it's because Tessie's a young kid; he doesn't want to put the pressure on him. Mm. And then he just put Hopper back to fullback and put Stags at five eight. Great. Yeah. And then yeah, and then I'm playing and I'm winning, so I was I was buzzing, and I think yeah. I think that would still be the the highlight. Yeah, nothing would be there. So. What were the um what were the celebrations like? Because oh, I I remember oh, like seeing your Instagram and it looked wild. Like right. the ho everyone went crazy. I think we ended up having to pay the the hotel as well some money. <laughs> yeah. the, the boys were running a market. They went wild too. in there, did yeah, they? We ended up in the roof of the hotel. What do you mean, like the, like a penthouse the, or like the roof? No, no, just on top of the roof, roof. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. Some one of the boys knew a way to get up there. We all up there, and because the the Tongans knew where we lived, yeah. And we literally the whole the hotel around was just full of on the street. Yeah, they had yeah. to close the street down. 
Really? So we're just at the top the whole night and then everyone was just singing from the bottom. It's it's, it's hectic. It's one of the best. But I don't think anyone slept for about three days. <laughs> it was the best thing, yeah. And then did you go and you went back to Tonga after that? Uh, but the whole team went back? Yeah. 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 I, I went earlier. I went earlier. Yeah, because... We did all the the parade and stuff, and there was still stuff that was going on Tonga against yeah. um, on Wolfie and I, yeah. So I went, I also went earlier just to chill with, with mom, and then mm. I, I left, and then they went and did the parade. Yeah, yeah, it, it was crazy. They they said it was. What what were they doing when you guys got back there? They, oh, they were like kings. Really? Oh, it was yeah. It was yeah. The boy, even the boys. I think it'll be still one of the highlights of them going back there. Yeah, it, it was. Even the coaching staff, uh, it was it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. They had a big parade and everything. They they were kings when they went back. So, yeah. and I think there's a holiday in Tonga for that day. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. What still today? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. that's wild. It was hectic. So, I think that's still one of the the highlights. Yeah. Beautiful, bro. Yeah. Beautiful. That's crazy. Mate, we're um we're just ticking on an hour. <laughs> we've flown oh, bro, we've flown through that. Um mate, is there anything that we haven't spoken about today that you you'd like to talk about? No, we got through we got through a fair bit of it. No. We're flying. Yeah. Brother, mate, thank you. Um thank you so much for coming on, bro. Like I had such a fun morning with you this morning. Like know. it's yeah. like it's like I haven't seen you in a couple of years. And then as soon as we link up, it's like exactly no. the same. It's exactly the same. So, um, yeah. mate, enjoy, enjoy Tonga. Thank you again for coming on. Nah, thanks for having me, man. This is, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I came and, and did this. It's, it's cool, yeah. Love it. You're Love the, it. You're the best, bro. Got a lot of love for your brother. Thank you. Cheers, my boy. Thank you. Thank you. Bro, how good.